the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. This is Jim Hacking on a special pop-up episode with our good friend, Maddie Martin of Smith AI. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jim. How are you? Oh, good. You know, we, we've tried to do this pop-up episode a few times. Your talk down at Mike Whalen's Lawyer Forward event and the issue of referral marketing being dead caused quite some controversy. And I know you're going to talk about some of those things at our upcoming Max Law Con 2019, but I wanted to check in, see what's new with Smith, and then maybe talk a little bit about what you're going to be discussing when you join us in June. Sure, absolutely. So... Wow. I mean, things at Smith AI are always really fast paced, but I think the most exciting thing by far is that we've launched not only live web chat, but we also have a 24-7 chat bot that backs up the live receptionists. So what's incredible is that you get the same quality of receptionists that you experience by phone when you call or have an outbound call made by our team on your website responding quickly and accurately to website leads or existing customers who are looking for assistance. And then after hours, you have the ability to respond to leads. You know, maybe some woman, the kids are in bed asleep. It's 10 o'clock at night. She's having a glass of wine and she's looking for, you know, a family law attorney because she wants to get a divorce. Like a lot of those conversations do still happen after hours or that, that initial research. And what you can do is you can program the answers that actually are in sync with what the receptionists are saying during the day and have those automatically respond to that website visitor. And you can even kind of follow workflows. So let's say you ask a couple questions or that person asks questions and you provide answers that they're looking for. You determine that person is a good match. You can then share the link to your calendar for a consultation, your payment page for a deposit, for the you know credit card for the consultation if you charge for them. And all of those after-hours chats are free. Oh, wow. So that reminds me, you know, um, I think sometimes people forget the .ai in your in company's name, and, and I know that you guys use a lot of technology to help your operators and your chat operators in interacting with customers or clients, but I, I wasn't aware of the new chat feature, so that's something you and I are going to have to talk about for us. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, man, we will just crank away on features for you, Jim. I know that we just did the lead docket integration and like we love working with Harlan and Eric. And, you know, I, I think what's 
not, you know, one of the other features that actually might really interest your practice is that instant, like, real-time English-Spanish translation. So, you know from working with us that, you know, not every single one of the receptionists we hire is bilingual. That's just, that's not something that we offer. We do offer if, you know, someone Spanish-speaking gets in touch with us on an inbound call and the person doesn't speak Spanish who you get connected to, we will make that call back with the Spanish-speaking receptionist. But what's amazing that web chat enables is Aaron, you know, our CEO, he has a neural network AI basically set up so that whenever anyone comes to the website, and you know this in an immigration practice, obviously, you know, people are speaking different languages, but the first one we tackled is Spanish. And when someone comes to the website and they chat in Spanish, if you reach an English-speaking receptionist who's on the other side of that chat, they see the translation for them in English, respond in English, and it automatically translates back in Spanish. And I was looking through some of these chat transcripts recently, and you can see that the person who is the web visitor who's speaking Spanish actually doesn't ask any questions, doesn't ask for clarification, like has a great experience, the translation is really effective, and they are able to communicate without any stalls or, or you know, discomfort or whatever the case may be. So I, I'm really psyched about that, too. That's like augmented reality. That's that's pretty remarkable. Now, you're up at the ABA Tech Show. I'm finishing up here in San Diego at um, Traffic and Conversion. What's your talk about in Chicago going to be about? So I'm not speaking here. It's all going to be about Smith AI because I'll be staffing the booth. But I am going to the Women in Legal Innovation put on by Above the Law, Evolve the Law, um, this evening, and then we are co-sponsoring the reception actually tomorrow night with Headnote, Law Clerk, Case Text, and Profit First for Lawyers, which is from the How to Manage a Small Law Firm guys. So we are going to be busy, busy, busy. I actually have Cheryl Sullivan, one of our receptionists, who's joining me, which I am really excited about. I love when the receptionists are at the booth because not only can she speak to the experience of being a receptionist, but she also is on the hiring team, so she can speak to what we look for when we hire receptionists, which I think is a really important point when we talk to solo and small firm attorneys. You know, we're not a call center. We're not um, staffing things based in the Philippines. These are U.S.-based professional receptionists, and I, I think the opportunity to distinguish how we hire is a big value proposition. And just can you give us a quick synopsis of the, what the hiring process is and how it makes things different? Yeah, um, we, you know, we do use AI and kind of automation in some ways for initial screening. We ask a lot of hard questions up front and we do a lot of technical tests because, as you know, the receptionists work from home. So they need to have systems in place that allow them to run our software that allows them to actually answer the calls and make the calls and, and staff the chat now as well. So they need to have the technical capacity, not only in the software, but also in the chops, like your writing speed, your your grammar, how well do you put together full sentences when someone's speaking to you, you know, someone who calls your practice gym, we need to take notes, be thoughtful and kind and, and effective and follow your directions um, while writing, to, you know, a really good summary and, and capturing the information that we need to. So they need to be very fast processors of information and good communicators and kind of distilling that. And then obviously, you know, the, the right soft skills as well. You know, when we have so many legal clients as we do, law firms and attorneys, 
the receptionists need to be very compassionate. You know, these are not people who are calling to check in on their dry cleaning. These are people who have a legal matter. And uh, I think it requires a higher level of customer service skills than some other jobs might, especially with the, you know, range of things that we're doing. All right. Well, that's really exciting. And, and honestly, I didn't know that the receptionists work out of their home. So I think that's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's awesome news because you shouldn't know, right? Yeah, that's right. It shouldn't be obvious, I should say. You should know, but it shouldn't be obvious to people who call. So you do a lot of traveling. You go to a lot of conferences, and I know you've seen a lot. What do you think, as Tyson and Kent and I are sort of wrapping up our plans for Max LawCon, what, what are your thoughts on what makes a successful event for lawyers? Yeah. So I was wondering what the end of that sentence was going to be like. Is it a successful event for lawyers? Is it a successful event for, for the, you know, the, the partners? And I think that those things very much overlap, obviously. But I would say an event that the topics are fresh and relevant and not tired, I think more and more the content that is focused on the the business of running a law practice is increasingly important. The people who are going to events, you know, day to day or, or through a webinar, maybe you can have really great access to content around the, the practice of law, right? But I think one of the things that is especially beneficial face-to-face, -face, why you want to travel for a meeting, is sharing pain points or, or new discoveries. And that goes into the 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 content that I think is also most beneficial is not just like the one-to-one top-down model, but also more and more panels. And I think what panels do is make the audience really comfortable because they're not so scripted. It's not a PowerPoint presentation. And it allows the audience to feel like they can ask questions because they already see a dialogue happening on the stage. I was just at a very large IT expo in Florida, actually. Um, we do also work with you know some IT firms. And the sessions were really engaging because they were maximum, you know, 40 people in a room, even though this is like a, you know, 10,000 person conference, like a massive expo. Um, they had so many breakout sessions. So people are going to the ones that are really interested interesting to them. Uh, there are four panelists who come from all different backgrounds. You have the opportunity to see a conversation happen with experts and then ask these people questions and you have access to a much broader range of expertise with a panel than you have just with one person who has kind of like a scripted um, objective, let's say, that they want to get through, especially if in the case of legal conferences, there's a CLE attached to it and they actually have to get those objectives done. So I think it would be really cool to see more CLEs, first of all, if, if we're talking about that sort of content, that is, you know, panelist driven and more of a conversation where you're hitting on those topics, but you're not just like running through a slide deck. And then also more actionable, immediate, like content that can be put into practice right away. Like not so conceptual, but actually like here's a playbook. Like one of the coolest things I'm excited about for Max LawCon is this Zapier session, right? Because that's going to be here's a scenario and here's a solution through Zapier, right? I mean, at, at least that's my expectation. How does Zapier solve your problems? Well, when you're talking about Zapier, you're going to talk about a workflow, like actually putting this into place. And that 
gap is something that I hear really often at these conferences. When I'm in an exhibit booth, I can talk conceptually all day long, but until I, until I actually say, you can take this Calendly link and put it on your website or in your email signature, like then things click. So the more that we can give like actionable steps and not think, oh, this person knows what I'm talking about, but really get down into those nitty gritty details, that's also where I see major value. Like don't, don't assume that people know how to put into practice what you're talking about conceptually or theoretically. Really like those those step-by-step -step approaches can be the highest impact and the most worthwhile to be there in person because you can ask the questions and see things and have a dialogue that you can't in a webinar where, you know, the person is going to talk for 50 minutes and then, you know, you can't type in a question that necessarily conveys what you need. Yeah, I think you raised a lot of good points right there. I mean, number one is I, I love the practical over the theoretical. I mean, one of the things that Tyson and I sort of pride ourselves on is that we don't do CLE. We're, we're never going to do CLE because of all the requirements that come along with it. And I also think that one of the reasons that our podcast has resonated with people is because we're so practical. And and I think that comes from meeting people like you and talking to people who um, are willing to share what they know, who have done it before. I think that listening to lawyers and people who are around lawyers is a lot better than listening to law professors. And when I hang out with law professors, my wife used to be a law professor. Um, a lot of times they just want to talk about things that don't really have any relationship to reality. And so having that Zapier panel, I mean, I think we could have done a whole day on Zapier, but having Connor and Kelsey and Eric talking about Zapier, I mean, I had I just threw out a little zap that I did the other day on Facebook and it led to this great discussion. Yeah, I'm really And that awakens people too, right? Like when you actually post what it is or or you send someone a link to your Calendly like, you know, scheduling page or or whatever it is that you're using. The, the actual software doesn't matter. I'm not plugging Calendly. It just happens to be free and I like it. But uh, it's like when you have that you know, you show a screenshot of your zap or whatever. You explain, like, your workflow. And and what I love about the Maximum Lawyer, like, Facebook group is that people are so humble and willing to ask questions and answer things in, in very, like, um, broken down, easy to under, understand steps. And, and people are very patient with each other and ask questions so that they can better help each other, and that's really unique. But when you share something like that, especially because people look up to you so much, Jim, and you're saying, look, this is something that I figured out, like, you know, if, if I can do it, you can do it too. Like, we all come at things, like, with a child's mind. Then, then you know, it shows that this is within reach. And I think that with technology right now, it's easy to get overwhelmed, but just to show kind of the like making of the sausage and that it's not so complicated and not so ugly, like maybe sausage is a bad example, making of the pancakes, you know, here are the basic ingredients, it's flour, water, right? And, and it's not that complicated, but man, like that pancake is delicious. You just needed the recipe. And that's, I think, what I really love about the Max Law Group in general is that people are asking for recipes all the time and like just like a pancake someone's recipe may be different it may work for you you may have access to a certain ingredient that someone else doesn't but at the end of the day you're going to get a great pancake because people really seem to know what they're doing and they've tried and tested a lot of different things and they can save people the time from going through that same tiresome process. 
Yeah, and that's a great point is is helping people speed up their own development by learning from the successes and the mistakes of people that went before them. I think that's one of the themes that they were talking about here at Traffic and Conversion is that, you know, they were trying to sell us into this really big mastermind group. And, and the point's well taken that there's a lot of people who've done what we've done before. And so having the opportunity to not make those mistakes goes a long way. Yes. So, you know, one of the things that I also think back to your initial question about, you know, what makes a great conference is also the fact that and being directed on the non-CLE side, I think if we just break it down and say, like, okay, what's a CLE? Continuing legal education. Well, what are the gaps that people have right now? Non-legal education, like the business, the marketing, like, what the heck is SEO? And, like, is it going to work for my little small law firm in Buffalo, New York? You know, like, I think that there is tons of CLE content. What there isn't and what people really need because they didn't go to business school, they're not an accountant, like they didn't take customer service courses, is the non-L in the CLE, right? So that to me is the biggest gap to fill and I think that you guys are addressing that with the podcast and the conference and the Facebook group in helping people with all the other things that go into the makings of a really productive, professional, and profitable law firm. For sure. And that's what we're all about. All right. I want to respect your time. I know you got a busy day ahead of you in Chicago that starts sooner than mine since I'm in San Diego. <laughs> but the one other thing I wanted to say is that what our listeners wouldn't want is for Maddie to come and talk on stage about how great Smith AI is. And I know that you're not doing that. I know you have a topic in mind and that you're going to talk all about things that are those practical things that we just talked about. So tell us a little bit about your talk and about your position on referrals and, and what people can expect when they come to MaxLawCon in June. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be talking about referrals not being a growth strategy. And it's kind of a, a little bit of a play because obviously referrals are something that attorneys rely heavily on. But what my point is, is that most lawyers, especially in solo and small firms, are so reliant on this channel but are not approaching it strategically. So my guidance is to help people identify how to do referrals better, how to generate better referrals, how to make great referrals yourself which will engender goodwill in the community, which obviously pays you back in spades, and then how to explore other channels based on what you know works for you for referrals and how to supplement referrals with other strategic growth initiatives that work for solo and small firm attorneys. So not like as controversial as it sounds, but just helping you identify, you know, based on your practice area or based on your target demographic, like, how much more opportunity is there for you to grow your referral base, to do referrals better? What could you be doing in the lead screening process that takes bad leads out and, and allows you to refer them more efficiently to other practices and, and build relationships and network to generate referrals and give them more efficiently? And then what do you know about your target audience that allows you to build up and sustain other growth channels that complement your referral strategy. Awesome. You know, I heard bits and pieces of it when we were down in Austin, so I'm looking forward to it. I think that 
our audience will get a lot out of that and about checking in with Smith AI. I've been really happy with the willingness of your team to work with us because we have sort of some unusual integrations and processes. So I think that we'll be really glad to see you when you come to St. Louis. Thanks so much, Jim. I can't wait to see you. And I hope that you have a great time in California. Thanks so much for chatting with me so early in your day. Bye, Maddie. All right. Bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.